Hi guys, welcome back to the Improvement Season Podcast. Hope everyone is well. This episode is going to dive into how to maximise your recovery when you're back in the gym because today's Saturday, gyms will be opening on Monday so I think it's quite fitting because everyone's probably going to be doing too much in the gym and being absolute bits regardless of how much people post on Instagram, uh, ease back into etc because I know what folk are like, including myself. Uh, so yeah, this episode is going to dive into how to maximise your recovery. As for the first one I'm going to touch on is sleep. Not something that's the most exciting to talk about or people want to hear. It's not really the magic trick. It's something people might find relatively boring, but it's something that is probably the most important if you want to progress in the gym. Uh, your sleep will impact how well you can build muscle or lose body fat massively. It's so, so important. And uh, there's nothing you can do to compensate for having poor sleep. So regardless how much, uh, how good your nutrition is, how well you sleep, how well you manage your stress, how well uh, you do massage work regularly, etc. If you sleep poorly, you're shooting yourself in the foot big time. There's nothing you can do to compensate for it. So uh, the reason why sleep's so important for maximizing your recovery is during your sleep, you have increased blood flow to your muscles. And uh, a trend during this podcast is I'll mention things that will enhance blood flow to the muscles you're trying to recover. And that plays a big part in just helping you recover. The reason being is when you have increased blood flow to a muscle, you have more oxygen to the muscle and more nutrients to the muscle. And this happens when you're in sleep. Uh, I think deep sleep in particular, this takes place and this is when you recover best. And yeah, I'm pretty sure it is deep sleep. And also, not only do you have like increased blood flow to your muscles, you have muscle protein synthesis and human growth hormone being spiked. And muscle protein synthesis, I will try not get into too much detail and bore you, but muscle protein synthesis, I just repairs broken down muscles. So when you get like bad soreness in your muscles or delayed onset muscle soreness, you could call it, this is because you've got a lot of muscle damage in your muscles. And uh, muscle protein synthesis just helps repair the damage and uh, like build new tissue and human growth hormone as it sounds responsible for like your growth of your musculature in your body. So yet yeah, sleep is so, so important to build muscle. I guarantee if you're able to get an extra hour or two in bed in a like daily, if your sleeps aren't currently like six, seven hours, you'll benefit from it massively. Uh, so the next thing I'm going to touch on is nutrition. So again, something that's not really the most exciting, but it is what it is. It is really, really important as well. Sleep. So if you want to maximize how well you recover, I'd recommend making sure you've got plenty of protein in your diet for one. So ideally about two grams per kilogram of body weight and also making sure you have about four protein servings. You could maybe have five or six if you can fit in your schedule consistently, but at least four is probably a good starting point. The reason being is when you consume protein, same with what's released in sleep, you spike muscle protein synthesis. And muscle protein synthesis, like I said, helps repair uh, damaged muscles, which is the soreness. So yeah, the more you can do it, the more times you spike muscle protein synthesis. But this doesn't mean you just eat protein throughout the day every like half an hour like drip your feed yourself protein it doesn't work like that because if you do that 
uh, muscle protein synthesis will slowly decrease. So in order to spike it, you need to give it about two hours so it can dip down again and like reset itself, if that makes sense. And then give you the opportunity to spike it again. So if you're going to have protein servings throughout the day, make sure you're, yeah, space them out a minimum of two hours, I'd say. That's what I tend to do myself. And yeah, this will just help your ability to repair damaged muscles at a faster rate. And then next is making sure you eat around your workout. Uh, I think this plays a big role in how well you can recover as well. If you eat before and after your session or if you, let's say, you didn't eat five hours before and after your session, the difference will be pretty extreme in my opinion. If you do eat before and after your workout, you'll probably be less sore in my opinion. And not only that, you'll probably perform better. You'll find so uh, yeah, what I recommend, if you're a beginner, you don't really have to be that meticulous about it. Just make sure you're getting a, a decent meal in before and after your session with a serving of protein. So it doesn't have to be like the most perfect meal, which isn't a thing. So just make sure you're consuming protein and ideally something relatively healthy. And uh, a decent sized meal I'd recommend because this is when you are the most sensitive to nutrients. So what I mean by this is, when you train, you're usually quite hungry after, so it's a good opportunity to get food in if you're bulking. But not only that, that that's when you use your like food. That's when you use the calories, so it makes sense to replenish your glycogen stores, so your carbohydrate stores in your body, because this is when they are depleted. And this is when you want to do it just because you're trying to build muscle. So, yeah, it's important to just maximise it around the workout. You're a... You're leaving a few stones unturned, if not, in my opinion. And next is calorie consumption. So this one, obviously, it depends what phase you're in, if you're dieting or not. But just to make you aware, when you're in a calorie surplus, this is probably when you can recover best because you've got an excess of calories to build new tissue to fuel your body. Whereas if you're in a calorie deficit, obviously it sounds extreme, but you're basically starving yourself of calories and nutrients. So it doesn't mean you're going to die because of that, <laughs> although starving sounds pretty severe. But you've not got enough calories to maintain your body weight. So that's a stress that's placed on your body. You'll probably find you won't be able to do as much in the gym in terms of how much sets you can do. Uh, and you might not recover as well, but that's part of it. You can't really do much about it if you're trying to lose weight. But, uh, like, yeah, like I said, you can have decent terms of protein throughout the day. And, yeah, just make sure you're always tailoring your sets to how much you can recover from. For example, if you're dying, you might need to do slightly less sets than if you're in a calorie surplus. Just because you might not be able to handle doing as much. And, uh, yeah, as for the next topic I want to touch on is stress. So... Stress is something that's really important to manage if you want to build muscle, in my opinion. The more stress you have, the less you'll be able to recover. And what I mean by this is, uh, the more stressed you are, the more you're in a like fight or flight state, the more you're like amped up and in what's called a sympathetic state. And that's just when your heart rate's elevated and you're not really digesting your food properly. So not only can, like I said, this impact digestion, but when your heart rate's elevated, you're not in a relaxed state, you don't recover well. You're not in the prime position to recover. So this is the importance of managing stress. Your body can't tell the difference if you are experiencing stress from weight training and training really hard or just from having uni work to submit tomorrow that you've not started yet. So 
both are a form of stress that will eat into how much you can recover and how much work you can do in the gym as a result of that. So you make sure you're trying to reduce your stress when possible. I know this isn't always uh, feasible or possible for some individuals. <clears throat> you can't really uh, handle stress in some situations, but you can do the best you can. And uh, this is just by managing your time, being smart with your time, planning out your day and then uh, being routine with your day. If you've got an element of routine to your day, you know when everything's going to get done. You know how much time you'll have to do certain tasks. As a result, you won't be having to stress about when everything's getting done, when you're going to do this, when you're going to get that, when you're going to finish your uni work, etc. So, yeah, that will help mitigate stress massively. That's something I advise uh, to all my clients, really, just to try and manage and keep on top of their stress so they are recovering well. And uh, I, f I believe it. Uh, can improve yeah you just your ability to reduce stress massively <clears throat> and as you might see if you are watching on youtube i have got a whiteboard behind me this is where i just write down what i'm going to do on every hour of the day and this just leaves me not having to worry about oh what time will i be ready what time will i do this like i said it, it lets me know what i need to it lets me figure out when i get everything done that i need to get done does as a result reduces stress and uh something else to do is just stay on top of like tasks you've got to do don't leave stuff till last minute like a uh, university work as well for example don't leave it till last minute because that's just going to cause you unnecessary stress if uh, you don't follow me on instagram or keep up with me i am quite uh quite uh focused around improving my physique building muscle and i put a lot of time and effort into that as a result uh, a big part of my day is just oh no my most basically all my days revolve around putting myself in the best position possible uh, to build muscle with obviously a few exemptions because you can't be perfect 100% of the time although I try to so yeah that's why I, I as soon as I get my college work I just hammer it get done and then submit it so it's out the way the less I've got to stress about the better I can recover the better I can perform the more muscle I can build and then I'll be able to reach my goals a good example of how stress impacts your ability to build muscle I don't know if any of you follow bodybuilding or that or know any of the famous bodybuilders but if you look at uh, the people at the top of the sport like if you looked at like Ronnie Coleman if you look at like uh, anyone at the top of bodybuilding, they're not stressed individuals. Like they just look relaxed. They're laid back people. Like Jay Cutler, Ronnie Coleman. When you look at them, they're not a uh, all like they don't look all worried. They're not on edge, etc. Whereas, uh, if you are really stressed, you don't really see those individuals at the top of the sports. Reason being is because stress, like I said, impacts massively your ability to build muscle. The biggest guys are mainly stress free, in my opinion. And uh, a few other things to touch on when trying to improve your recovery. It's just moving more. So this sounds a bit backwards and a bit out of the ordinary to improve your recovery. But uh, moving more does a big help. As I touched on the start, I'll be talking about just things that increase blood flow. And moving more is one of them. If you move, like if you walk, it doesn't even have to be intense, which I don't advise it being intense. Uh, when you walk, you just get blood going to the muscles you're training or, oh, not training, sorry. So you'll get blood flowing to your legs, flowing to your arms, etc. when you're walking, when you utilise the muscles. And as a result, like I said at the start, 
oxygen and nutrients will be delivered to the muscles and that will just help with the recovery process so it sounds quite backwards usually when you're sore in that you just think oh I'll just sit in the couch recover uh, rest but that's not always the best thing to do of course you don't want to be on your feet all day it's definitely a balancing act but I think just staying on your feet is quite a good thing to do now and then throughout the day obviously like I said not throughout the whole day ideally but yeah, I think that helps myself because uh, on my rest days I find when I split my walks up a bit I'm a bit more active throughout the day and I'm not sitting as much not only do I recover a wee bit better but I find I don't get as tight and uh, just I don't feel as achy especially if I sit all day working my lower back can get a bit tight so that just stops that happening as a result stops me suffering from any wee niggles in my lower back when I go into a session the next day for example and then next similar to why you should move more is massage work massage work not going to get into the details of it and to be honest i'm not very knowledgeable on the topics but what i know is like uh, i said with moving more massage work it enhances blood flow like to your muscles so that's why you should carry it out and uh, although it is beneficial and it could be beneficial and it could help it just stops you get being as tight and also improving your recovery it's not going to be as effective as making sure your sleep nutrition and stress is uh, at a good spot all those three they're the fundamentals they're the most important things to consider when trying to uh, maximize your recovery if you're doing massage work weekly if you're making sure you're walking if you're stretching and like doing everything you can but you're sleeping five hours a night you're just shooting yourself in the foot it's just yes yeah, it's, it's just not the best scenario to be in at all and it's not something i recommend so you make sure you are nailing your sleep nutrition and stress first but uh, stretching can also help that's something that also increases blood flow and salt baths la lastly so salt baths are something i do every rest day sometimes more if i'm feeling really sore I, they're not going to be the make or break between you recovering for your next session or not. They may help slightly, uh, but something else to consider about salt baths, not only does it potentially improve your recovery, enhance blood flow, but it's relaxing. And like I commented on with stress, if it relaxes you, puts you in a calm state, puts you in a parasympathetic state, it means you'll just be in a good space to recover and uh, digest your food effectively and as a result maximize your amount of process amount of progress you can make sorry so although it doesn't directly like improve like your digestion if it helps relax you regardless of if like using bath salts or bubble bath or whatever works i think it's a great thing to do something i like to do after like a long day of work find it chills me out gets me ready for a good sleep and uh, touching on that, yeah, like I said, I believe it can improve your sleep. If you expose yourself to any hot temperature a decent bit before bed, I don't recommend doing it like uh, immediately before bed because when you want to go to sleep, you want your body temperature to be low because in order to get into a deep sleep, you want uh, yeah, your body temperature just to be low and that will just enable you to. So yeah, that's something also to consider. But like I said, maybe keeping it an hour from bed is a good idea because it can disrupt sleep if it's too close to bed, etc. So yeah, hope everyone enjoyed this podcast. Hope everyone enjoys being back in the gym. And just a quick word to say, well done for everyone who's stayed consistent during this time, made the most of what they've got.
Uh, it's definitely not been the easiest time, especially for, well, not especially, for myself too. I've definitely felt training at home has been just a, a bit, a bit just rubbish on my mood and it's just annoying when something's like a goal of yours and you can't uh, like pursue it maximally. So uh, yeah, just a big well done pat on the back to everyone who's just not let uh, lockdown be an excuse for them not reaching their goals and who's been able to stay consistent and put the work in during this time. I uh, respect it massively and yeah, hope everyone's well and enjoy being back in the gyms.